to another episode of AfriTech Verified. This is your host, Bayo Adelaja, and I am so grateful that I got the opportunity to speak to Alarawaji, who is the lead analyst at Tech Cabal. So if you sign up to their daily newsletters, you must have seen his name uh, every once in a while. He has such a fantastic, uh, rich knowledge of the African tech ecosystem, specifically the Nigerian tech ecosystem, having been there from uh, the kind of early start of it. So we talk about his experiences, his views of, uh, of what's going on right now and the future of African tech. But before we go into that conversation, I want to say that AfriTech XYZ, all of our colleagues at Do It Now Now, the organization that runs AfriTech XYZ, uh, we completely and utterly stand with the end SARS movement that is currently happening in Nigeria. Although this was recorded before the NSARS movement took off, uh, we mention the Stop Rubbing Us campaign briefly in this podcast as well. So do have a listen and uh, do support it by sharing it with your friends and other people you think may be interested. All right, onto the podcast. I have just started the recording okay all right so um i'll go ahead and introduce you and then we can have a have that conversation okay cool hi everyone thank you so much for joining us on another episode of afritech verified i am joined by the one and only olarawaju odor from tech cabal i'm sure if you are subscribe to the their emails if you go on the website you'll have seen his name quite a lot so i'm very glad to have the opportunity to be speaking with you today on our watch pleased to meet yeah i'm pleased to be on the show but uh, bio <laughs> that's fine i get that mix up a lot it's completely fine uh most people don't understand in their mind how bio can be a girl so they call me bola immediately <laughs> sorry, about, sorry about that <laughs> no it's fine it's fine it's a bonding moment we can go into this conversation completely friendly now <laughs> but yeah so we've been connected on linkedin for a while and mm-hmm. you've been thankfully very supportive of uh, of some of the work that we've been doing with afritech xyz to get more access to founders of limited resources like aws credits google cloud credits and um some expertise some mentoring in here and the, um the types of things that we can do thankfully because of the position that we're in but um i want to talk about the position that you're in not necessarily with tech about but in terms of your experience and your expertise that has brought, brought you to this um to this space so can you tell me what drew you into the African tech ecosystem? Um, okay, I think it was, I mean, it was a bit of, of um, time and chance. Um, I would say luck, um, because right out of, um, right out of NYC, my, my very first job was in the tech ecosystem, and that was back in 2011. Um, I was trying to find placement for my NYC in Nigeria, and I happened to work with, um, well, I found um, a vacancy at um, a company called True Branches at the time. It was an e-commerce company, one of the earliest ones, um, relatively unknown um, at the time, but um, we were suppliers um, at that time to Conga. Conga was just starting at, at around that period, too. Um, yeah, so it was 
it was it was a bit of luck, you know, that I found myself in an industry, and that was where I sort of cut my teeth a bit. I did a bit of um, business development, um, you know, startups. You do so many things at the same time. You wear different hats, basically, um, and that was what happened to me at that company, and that was my very first interaction with the tech ecosystem, tech media, tech crunch. Even tech about at that point, I was a reader of tech about and following, you know, everything that was that was going on. Um, yeah, so around that period, um, I, I I don't think tech about was was not 2011. It was a bit later, um, but yeah. So you really experienced the kind of the early stages of a lot of the things that we consider to be mega mega movers right now. Um, or at least real shapers of the ecosystem as we know it. For its, for example, Conga um, e-commerce is its, at, in its transition from what it was to what it is today. And the Absolutely. beginning stages of Techabal, I was reading this article, just kind of refreshing myself on the history of the company. And I just saw this headline. Um, I think it was I think it was TechCrunch. It might have been someone else, but uh, Tech Techabal is not a it's not a media platform, it's a movement or something like that. And you really saw that oh, okay. movement kind of exist and, and now are, are, are an integral part of it as lead analyst. Where do you think the gap is in the African tech investor like pool in terms of where they're paying attention? Um, um, so I think like, uh, um, I mean, you're very right. Um, there's, there's, there's not enough funding going to early stage startups in Africa. Um, but I also think that we do need like the growth, the growth stage capital because um, that sort of helps you prove. And this is, this is something that, um, you know, that VCs really care about because you, 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 you sort of need those exits for them to convince their LPs to give them some money, you know, to to invest on the continent, and I'm talking more about the local, the local um, VCs, you know, because you sort of need acquisitions, exits, um, and all of that to sort of prove a case that um, there's something going on here. Um, but I but I do agree that that we need uh, more early stage investors. I mean, in my opinion, and um, and I don't have the data on this. I do feel like there are more early stage investors actually on the continent than um, than growth stage. I feel like most most of the growth stage most of the growth stage capital is actually coming out of um, out of the the continent. Finance. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. Exactly. Um. Yes. So it's but it's it's crucial, you know, to have like a like a blend of those. Um. You know, and we do need more early stage um, investment. Where I think the problem is is that there's just a lot of focus on fintech, and it's not actually a bad thing, you know. But we we do need like. I mean, there are problems in every sector, not just fintech, you know, but what what I'm seeing, uh, it, it seems like every problem is being defined as a fintech, <laughs> fintech problem, you know, um, and that is sort of problematic because if you look at education, you know, there's, there's, there's not really a lot of investment, not really a lot of, um, you know, attention being paid to that sector, and it's understandable.
anything else because we'll be discussing your answers. Uh, and it's just the same four questions that we ask everybody um, that uh, allows me to ask them questions in a recorded format uh, via this podcast. And I, I just would like to know. So hopefully this is a, a fun experience for you and doesn't require too much thinking. So here we go. Which is your favorite African country and why? The sub rule here is that you can't choose the country that you were born in. <laughs> okay. Um, Rwanda. Yeah, Rwanda by, by a lot of miles. I mean, not because, not because I, I am totally in agreement or totally love their leader, you know, but just because they, the country is making a case for, for innovation, making a case that things can be done in an organized manner, you know, um, so that would be Rwanda. Yeah, absolutely. I completely, I completely agree with the with the innovation aspect of it. The the work that they're doing to build that infrastructure that we were talking about earlier uh, yeah. is really impressive and really exciting to see if it can be replicated in other African countries. And hopefully, the mm -hmm. answer to that is yes. Okay. Uh, second question. Please tell us one. Well, it's not so much of a question as it is a statement or a request. But here we go. Please tell us one unpopular opinion you have about the African tech ecosystem. Um, yeah, and, and I was just thinking about this when you posted the question. I think um, African, the African tech ecosystem is a more interesting place to invest than Silicon Valley. And that's my unpopular opinion, you know, because there's just so many opportunities like infrastructure is at the, you know, is at the very early stages. Uh, and if investors are smart, they can get in on early. The ecosystem is not going to look the same in the next 10, 15 years, especially when the young people who are tired of the problems, you know, and even those in the ecosystem begin to go into leadership positions. Um, then we begin to see some very, very interesting changes and the continent going in a different direction. You know, so I think it's a more interesting place to invest in than Silicon Valley. I mean, Silicon Valley is easy. <laughs> in my opinion, it's easier than Africa, you know, so why not get on the action? early okay wait for so the subtext i'm hearing is that you expect a president njoku at some point <laughs> that's, that's what i heard that's what I'm i heard not, that's what i'm gonna I'm quote gonna to everybody that, but, but probably i mean who says that he can't decide tomorrow that he wants to get into politics i mean look look we're, we're racing people like in you know very active you know in terms of god politics you know, and, and sort of constantly engaging, you know, who says that he can't tomorrow decide that he wants to contest for president? I mean, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. a long shot, you know, but I mean, the, the current political class is getting older, they're not going to be there forever. That is true, and considering the amount of uh, connection that they have to have with the with the government to just run their exactly. businesses, they probably know quite a lot about how government works. <laughs> So exactly. we might see it. We might see it. It might happen. Okay, next one. Uh, you work in Africa's media tech industry. So where do you see it going in the next five years? Um, I think we're, we're, we're going to see more investment in um, the media tech. Right now, there's almost zero investment going into media, especially um, digital media. 
um, digital media companies are sort of hanging by the thread. There's really no investment going in there. But I think we're going to see people willing to sort of back media companies, like sort of, um, you know, back the experiment that they're doing. Um, I mean, we've seen a company like Steers, you know, sort of get an investment from um, a couple of people, you know, uh, and we're going to be seeing more of that as people continue to, um, or people begin to see a need to change the narrative and sort of shape it. And um, we're, we're going to see more interesting media formats, you know, in the next five years. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think um, it, there's been a lot of innovation around the media space, uh, South Africa. I know um, there's a media company that got in, invested in by Snap, Snapchat, uh, for their kind of vertical stories uh, or vertical movies format. Um, mm -hmm. Then there is there's obviously you guys that have been doing uh, big cabal as well that's been doing so well with Zikoku and and so on and obviously tech cabal um yeah. but there's there are these interesting new uh formats and we're seeing it with um there are a lot of niche uh niche uh, companies or niche demographic companies in america that are getting a lot of investment to support specifically black-led media so i'm thinking of mm -hmm. um blavity who own a number of different imprints under that blavity media uh, yeah. kind of think it's very similar to the way big cabal media works um, and there are a lot of different things happening so that prove the use case of the, those are uh, different media platforms lots of eyes and using that for different uh, different revenue streams so I don't know a lot about media but I definitely do think it's one of those I'm surprised it isn't getting as much attention as it as it could be because it seems like yeah. a no-brainer to me but maybe it's one of those like just not exciting enough for the fintech lovers out there <laughs> maybe, maybe if you start fintech diaries or something like that people <laughs> people will be more inclined uh but yeah I, I i completely agree with that uh that would be that would be great to see uh final final quick fire not quite quick fire question if you could wave a magic wand and make one pet peeve of yours in africa disappear what would it be um it's it's Gatekeeping, <laughs> gatekeeping. I mean, initially, um, years ago, when the when the tech ecosystem um, sort of started getting, you know, um, what do you call it, got got um, bettered, there was a lot of community work. There was a lot of working together, openness, transparency. I mean, probably because the, the community was smaller back then, but now we're seeing a lot of uh, gatekeeping. You know, people working in closed, um, what you call the closed groups, not letting like new people get in, um, and not in terms of they are stopping them, but they're just not giving them the support that they need. And the sort of openness that used to exist and transparency doesn't exist anymore. I mean, literally, back in the day, if you go to old tech about articles, you will see like conversations happening in the comment section and people making decisions you know in, in, in the comment section um um section even on um radar if you go to radar great conversations back in the day you know now we don't have a lot of that you have you have them going on in in closed whatsapp groups and people um talking with their friends actually those who were um friends from way back you know, so that community has sort of moved on with one, with one another and is not sort of carrying 
the younger generation along in terms of community building. I mean, they still support, but like not in the community um, Ubuntu style that it used to be back in the day. You know, um, I, I want that to completely go away and we come back to a real, you know, community again. You know, hopefully that happens. Or maybe we just have to deal with the fact that times have changed and we're, we're going to have smaller communities than, a, than one, one big happy family. No, I think I think um, I completely understand what you mean because I, I really relied on those uh, interesting conversations um, on on radar and kind of reading the comment section of Tech Cabal when I was starting to get involved in the African tech ecosystem in 2016 ish. Um, so it was those were really interesting to me to kind of see the back and forth because I remember reading full threads just to get yeah. the gossip. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I really appreciated um, appreciated them at the time. But I think maybe it's a because you would find the founders of these companies yeah. that you were reading yeah. about replying to comments, defending their yeah, decision exactly. and really like yeah. getting into the nitty gritty with people. And I yeah. think maybe, I think they got cussed out one too many times and just said, like, you look, you know what, I'm done. Because <laughs> 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 that Ubuntu style, everybody's equal thing, does it does not allow for any inflated egos. Yeah. And it also does not allow for... Um, it also allows a little bit too much for people who are maybe just a little bit jealous or be so arm, armchair, sidecar founders yeah. to kind of say what they think without any evidence or data. So I think there is a maybe there is a middle ground to be put in. Maybe it's just a lot of like Q and A's, um, ask me anything every once in a while. I don't know. Um, but no, like there is a middle ground somewhere, somehow, somewhere. Yeah. To, yeah. to bring that back but I, I i really enjoyed them so i hope they do come back uh, absolutely <laughs> yep um i mean i think i think someone someone sort of explained it like this that basically those people have gotten busier imagine the founder of safe Florida wave back in the day in replying you know every comment now you know he's busy traveling and sort of doing more work it can become, you know, like a chore to begin to reply everybody and engage them. Um, and also, and also, somebody said the stakes are higher. You know, um, you have more investments, more investors looking at what they're doing. Any little mistake could become a PR, a PR problem crisis. You know, so they are trying to avoid that. Most of them speak through PR agencies now. You know, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I, I honestly. Um... One of my, I'm, I'm a huge fan of rap, not just the music, but the actual, I don't know if that comes across in my personality, but I am a huge fan of rap, not just oh, the no, music. Oh, no, it doesn't come across. The thing that I love about it is actually the startup element of it, because it started in the 80s as this little thing that people were doing b-boying across um uh, across the street from each other kind of beatboxing um kind of spinning on like uh break dancing all of that stuff the whole culture was formed in a neighborhood and then expanded to different neighborhoods and it just kind of grew organically out of this thing now the people that run it are still the are not necessarily the people that ran it back in the day but there are but there are new heights that come from it 
and there are people that are kind of making it up as they go along every single day in the in the trenches trying to make a name for themselves i like that aspect of it i like the kind of business aspect of it a lot but the thing that i think when i think of the african tech ecosystem is that same level of creativity and ingenuity and that whole like everyone's kind of trying to make a name for themselves and everyone's trying to figure out how they work together and how they kind of fight to the top and we now have those jay-z's and and um and uh Puff Daddies, <laughs> I still call him Puff Daddy. Um, we now have Jay-Z's and Puff Daddies and we have all of those big names and we have all those stories in that history all yeah. embedded. And we haven't quite gotten to a place where we probably have at the moment, we're probably at Jay-Z Blueprint, Blueprint One, right? We haven't gotten to a place where we can say 444, like we haven't gotten there yet. But I think we have that. If you think about the kind of, I don't know how much you know about rap either, but like if you kind of think about the people that were around him, like the contemporaries, I think we're there. We have these really interesting movers who are ma- who are starting to really stand up, but yeah. there is a long way to go. And I think yeah. there will be a lot more. Like if you think about the, who, um, not a great example for his current behavior, but Talib Kweli, um, J. Cole, um, Kendrick, yeah. All the people, Drake even, all the people that came up on the legend of Jay-Z and who um, and who he is and uh, Puff Daddy and all of those, Biggie, Tupac, obviously, all the people that came up on the legend of those guys, are this, like, it's the same kind of thing that I think we're going to see with the African tech ecosystem. There will be people that come up on the legend of Jason Njoku, of E, of yeah. Bangale, of all of these guys that have kind of made a name. Yeah. And it's about like how do we ensure that they can create space for themselves and create rules for themselves so that they have their own kind of community that they form. So maybe it's not necessarily about bringing the old guys back in, but it's about giving a voice to the people that are making a name for themselves now. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, that sounds like a media call to action. <laughs> I was trying to make it so. you succeeded (laughs) that's a good one actually yeah and i and i completely agree i do completely agree um i think the challenge is getting them to speak more to us um the stakes are higher for them like i said you know but hopefully like we get to um to to engage you know to get them to engage more yeah with Mm. with the with the media Fantastic. Well, it was so lovely speaking with you, Alaraji. I really enjoyed this conversation and I'm so glad that we got to do this. Um, thank you so thank much for you. joining me. I enjoyed it too. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Yeah, bye. <laughs>